I do think that women are less likely to be able to cheat on somebody um, and still love them. Mm. But I want to be very clear that I don't think it's because women are any different than men in being able to Ooh. separate sex from a mechanical versus emotional endeavor. I think women are 100% able to mechanically have sex, just like mm. men can. I think women are societally limited sexually. So like, even if they okay. have the desire to, to fuck, as much as you seem to think all oh, niggas want to fuck, societally, they're going to limit themselves. Bro, okay. Society even treats women for cheating differently. So, for example, for example, and this is a white woman. This is a white woman. Hillary okay. Clinton was destroyed because her husband cheated on her. See, that's a red flag. <laughs> it's a red flag. Some, a lot of the greatest lessons from your life from failing. Like that's, a lot. that's how it be. Better get used to feeling. That's like, that's like, that. that is depressing. That is depressing. Uh, hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Waving the Red Flag, the number one dating and existential crisis slash failure podcast in the universe. It's Eddie, it's Josh, it's Alvin. Um, how y'all feeling? Man, good. How about yourself, man? Like, Eddie always asks how we feeling, but no one asks about Eddie. Yeah. It's always, how? what do you think, Eddie? Not, what do you feel, Eddie? Yeah, right. Um... I wanted to get straight into a topic. Uh, y'all saw that. Y'all saw that clip. <laughs> y'all saw that topic uh, from uh, about uh, Ari Lennox uh, mm -hmm. getting interviewed by by old boy and the question that he asked her. Right? What was his name? Mac G. Mac G. Yeah, yeah. He's a, like a big South African podcaster. And where we at right now? Is someone fucking you good right now? You oh my married? god! Whoa there. <laughs> um. Okay. Now see, I'm worried because as I'm looking at that, I'm like. I'm not saying I could see myself asking that question, but I could see myself asking that question. I could definitely see you asking that question. Right. And I'm I just absolutely like, absolutely see you asking that question. That the, the more I watched it and looked at the context, I'm like, it's semi wild, maybe, but given what they were talking about before, given the nature of the music that she makes, I'm like, I just feel like that's not that wild. Like, the, the context made it a wild ass question because it seemed to come out of left field and it just it just seemed very vulgar even in, yeah. then the fact that she didn't register that those were her own lyrics mm. but she but she's just having a personal conversation one-to-one -one, then somebody just straight up asked yeah you getting any good dick in your life that sounds extremely personal i yeah so i don't disagree i don't disagree. i understand the the response and but you know like i, I feel like uh most interviewers would have had more and more couth with asking something like that? I think it depends but, on the type of interview. If you're having an interview that's like very, you know, prim and proper, PG, like we're talking about this thing, you're, you're going to be even more coy than you would in regular, like normal yeah. conversation. Like normal conversation is a lot more crass than the average interview unless you're there to interview about like a scandal. You know what I mean? Like if you're on some R. Kelly shit and somebody's grilling you, generally speaking, there's different types of rules. I feel like his podcast, you go into it, you know, this is a, we're talking not, you know, wild, wild, but like, you know, we, we, we talk about these things. You make music that's sexual. And the, the thing that they were just talking about before was her song Pussy Pop. And she was talking about that. And he said, by the way, speaking of your lyrics that are based on a song called Pussy Pop, is anybody fucking you good right now? Now, her response, totally fair. But once she realizes, oh, that's my lyric, he's asking me about the contents of my life that I write music about. 
I feel like a little bit of like, okay, That's, that was kind of wild, but like, eh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, again, I think, I think we we do this thing where we say like something is wild, and we're saying like, oh, Mac G is like the scum of the fucking universe. Okay, yes, about, yes, so yes, like, yes, yes, so yes. like, let's 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 just let's just take it this down like sure. a bajillion notches, and we can say yeah. that what he said was wild, and I'm still fine if like Ari continued the interview and shit like that. Like that's completely fine, and I think that that's the context that gets away from a lot of people on these type of podcasts when we have Okay, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think but, the, the thing is is that the context in Twitter is that Ari, after that interview, said she's not doing interviews no more, which gives the impression, and everybody is taking from that, that like what he did was like wildly yeah, so, inappropriate as opposed so, to a bit salacious, which I'm like, yeah. oh, it's a bit salacious, but it's not like wildly inappropriate. Here's, But here's the, here's the situation, right? Here's the situation. If you have a person on your show and you're interviewing mm. them, you probably should have some sort of idea about where the line is for that person. I agree. I agree. If you know Ari Lennox and the stuff that she's expressed on social media and the stuff that she's dealt with, you okay. never should have came at her like that. Well, That's fair. There might be. Uh, there might. Okay. I've and again, if, they, if, if they're Ari Lennox lives. And, that's a, also a good point. I feel like a lot of the content that I see is like, you know, pseudo. She's semi comfortable, but she does always seem a bit flabbergasted. Cause I remember she, yeah. there was one yeah. line where it was a girl who was like talking about Ari Baby. eating her pussy, and it was like Ari was like kind of fake pretending, but maybe not pretending to be like uncomfortable with it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, I, I love that whole exchange between her and Katie. But yeah, I don't need me a basketball player. All I need is Ari licking on my coochie. Katie, <laughs> what? If DMX is doing an interview and somebody was like, hey, man, yeah, we got the dog in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So DMX back in fucking 1996, you said you don't eat pussy no more. Will you still feel like that, my G? Like that shit would be off the wall and like weird. Nobody would ever would come be, at DMX it, it, like that. Nobody would, ever, nobody would ever do it. Nobody would ever do it. It's never happened. But, but, but it's that's never for fucking different happened. Re that's for different reasons, though. And, and, and I know you said in the like people wouldn't do that because they fear his response, not because it's inappropriate for them to do so. If he was a man who didn't seem as macho so, they might so, feel comfortable asking that question so you need to you need to you need to you need to, you need to, you know, you need to contextualize that whole thing so right okay. why, why do they fear his response because you know it's inappropriate to say it because i fear his response mm. the appropriateness is a is a indictment in the court of public opinion so if it's inappropriate i fear a response you could have feared ours response because it was inappropriate you no i think your dmx response because it was okay. inappropriate and appropriateness what, what, is a litmus test of indictment in the court of public opinion that's what an appropriateness is i think is. there's different kinds of responses that are weighted heavier than they should be because what i'm arguing is that we should be able to ask dmx that question as well and that the f we shouldn't be fearful of his response but we are and also we gotta we can't play like a man getting mad at you like a grown-ass gangster man getting mad at you is the same kind of upset response as other shit that's level. fear that's a totally yeah. different yeah, fucking to, thing it's yeah, not but, the same yeah. as like oh that was a that was a bit much as opposed to like i'm going to beat you up now in this interview fuck the cameras i'm we're going to have a fist fight so now. so so several several things in, in regards okay. to that several things in regards to that so one i feel like your whole stance is an ideological stance and your ideological stance is i should be able to ask that question that's a completely different response than should I ask that question in the guise of what's appropriate by societal standard and interview etiquette right now? I should be able to do this, and should I do this are two completely different things. Um, now, 
in regards to a fear response or whatever, like this, mm. this is in the context of a fucking like podcast interview. They weren't in the fucking same room together. Like how, how afraid are you of DMX as far as like bodily harm in that, in that situation? Yeah. You're not, you're afraid, you're afraid of the backlash. You're afraid anger, of, and, uh, but the, anger, the, people the, don't the, like the, being, people don't like outburst. people getting angry at them. No, no, people don't yeah, like so people why, getting yeah, angry so, at them. Not just public, not just public yeah, opinion. So, yeah, no, 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 but even, even, okay, let's put it in that context. Why aren't you upset about how Ari's angry, about how she's upset, about how she's doing that? Maybe upset should, and angry is not the same thing. That. Upset and angry is not the same thing, and there's no reason to assume that Ari would be gangster grown man angry. It's, it's an addendum. I said angry and then upset. I wasn't assuming that okay, they were yeah, synonyms. Yeah. No, no, so, and, I'm, and I'm saying <laughs> upset is a different emotion that people, if, if, if okay, so DMX was simply upset, upset, motherfuckers would not care about asking him questions interviewers especially of that kind music yes, interviewers and podcasters don't give a fuck about not don't give a fuck but like it's very common for them to ask uncomfortable questions they do it all the time K- kodak black ended a whole podcast like it happens constantly in fact so 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 okay right. Th- that's my point so okay, if it yeah, happens yeah. constantly and people are constantly in podcasts then her response is, com- is just it's just as justified in the context of that Okay, fair, but you can't have it both ways. You're making an argument based on do people do it, and I'm saying given comparable circumstances, I'm saying, I'm yes, saying they do. okay, no, but I'm saying that in the vast majority of interviews, there are thousands and thousands of interviews. All of them are not fucking asking inappropriate questions, of like course. to the to the extent of that. So like, not all by a per- exactly by a percentage of interviews, it it's rare. I've never said it when I say it didn't happen. That's automatically hyperbole. That's literally the my sixth yeah, yeah, rate textbook. But then it doesn't happen. I'm saying it happens commonly yeah. enough. I'm saying it doesn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm saying just because it's rare doesn't mean it's like, it's not, it's as rare as like a good or interesting interview. Like most interviews aren't good or interesting. They never get on our radar. I don't think that that it means much. You have to say it's very rare, not just that it's not the majority. Okay. I'll say it's very rare. Yeah. And I would, say, I would disagree with that. Yeah. Sorry. I think Charlemagne the God does a great job at asking like those salacious questions, especially as of more recent. Or like the you know the yeah. within the past few years like absolutely because I there's a the way that he asked the question and it didn't really have a lot of tact and I think and I think that was kind of like I mean because I'm just I mean you know whatever you can say like oh I, I would have did this after watching the clip but I for one I 100 can absolutely see you doing Eddie I can see you doing that exact same thing and me being like whoa nigga, like Jesus Christ tone <laughs> it down. But if I was to ask that question, if I wanted to bring that topic up, I would have, I would have, based on the conversation we was already having, because she was already saying that, well, if I fuck you, are are you going to marry me? Are mm. you going to be doing X, Y, and Z? Are you going to be playing games? And then I would have said, well, you know what? You, I feel you. But you know what? Because you got this lyric in your song where you says, give me good dick, da, 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 da. So, you know, are you, are you getting some now? And then I can see her reaction being a yeah. lot different. For sure, which is, which is exactly what I said on fucking Twitter. Thank you for understanding, you like tone. Right, I, li- I li- you want me to pull that shit up, my nigga? Pull, I will, pull I will, that shit I up, will 100%. because I because I, I li- because I literally literally you literally not- in that thread. No, literally in that thread, I said the tone would be different if he said, "Oh, so are you um seeing anybody right now?" Seeing anyone is not the same thing as what Josh just fucking said. I know he's no. What I just what I just said. It, we're, we're saying the same thing. That tone matters. We're literally saying the same fucking thing. And I okay, used the word yeah. tone like eight different times in that fucking thread, bro. Cool, cool. Um. I, but yeah, I, I would say it's a salacious. Yeah, I mean, maybe circle, circling at this point, but it's a salacious question, and it's one that I think is appropriate that has been done before. And given the nature of her music, is 
scandalous, but in response to scandalous content. You know what I'm saying? Like if a porn star, and I'm not saying that this is one-to-one, but if a porn star comes on your fucking podcast and you go, hey, have you fucked anybody yet? How do you feel about sucking dick? And that's not weird. It's 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 one to one. You're as salacious as the content that you're talking about, which is I, what the purpose of that interview is. I don't know, man. I don't know, bro. Because I I would still you know, disagree is with that, that wild. Like if I mean, if, like if, no, because like there's a certain. I, this is just how I approach yeah. conversations with anybody, and that's between me and you. Totally different. Well, not totally different. Of course, like, yeah, yeah, for sure, for different. sure. I mean, yeah, obviously we disagree with me, so I, you know, understood. <laughs> but I wouldn't just be. There's like a certain level of coof that I would still like to have even with a porn star because just to say, hey, I respect you as a person. Like, yeah, I know you got your pussy and your shit all out on the internet. Like, you know, everybody can see you fucking. But I still yeah. want to treat you as a person with respect. And I can talk about more freaky, nasty shit than I would like someone who's just a regular celebrity that's on Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can talk to you about sex stuff, but that doesn't mean I'm just going to say, hey, so when you sucking on dick and you're getting your neck choked out and you're gargling on cum, how does it make you feel? I'm not going to say that. And, yeah, and that's exactly. a salacious question within the frame of reference of the content that she's producing. I'm, I'm not Cooth. gonna. I'm not gonna say that. Cooth but and what, tone. I I don't disagree that cooth and tone are are an element, and that but that slides. Like to say that a sexual question is just in and of itself wild. And and what I'm arguing is that because of the fact that it is her own lyric, it seems quite fair to say that that is coothful. If he asked that question like that because her song has relatively sexual undertones, but it wasn't a lyric, then I'd be maybe more open to y'all's argument. But it's like, this is literally what you speak of. So if I go, hey, in fucking Bangmaster 7000 or whatever film you were in, what was the experience of going through that? How do you feel about anal? If that was like the third question in an interview with a porn star, I feel like that's totally, it's salacious, but that's why you're here. I think I think I that you're 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 having a really weird time drawing the distinction between the difference between somebody's art and who they are as people. Yes. And I think that, and I think that we've, we've listened to more than enough rappers and rappers lives to understand at bare minimum that sometimes art is art. And sometimes your art and what you're singing isn't 100% what you are as a person. Like Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre and NWA and doing all this shit. This motherfucker, Dr. Dre was a fucking design school student and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like this nigga was not out here fucking like busting guns and shit. The only motherfucker that was doing that was Eazy-E. His early music does not represent that. So like Mm. you, you really gotta, you really gotta understand that sometimes like who these people's art is doing is sometimes just a mood. It's just a feel. It's a vibe. It's not who they are as people. And what's the difference I mean, what difference mm. does it make it to you if you just approach that situation with a little bit more couth? I mean, like, what's no, wrong with I, that? I'm, I'm, I'm not saying there's any... If, if somebody says, hey, in the future, I'd like you to not... Or, hey, before this interview, I just want you to understand that. But given a start from zero to him asking a question that's literally a direct quote from your work, I don't think it makes sense and to, why, why to, was, to treat him as if it's that wild. And why would you not discuss that? I agree that you should, but I also think that as an artist, that somewhat falls on you. But I just wanted to agree real quick with what you said, because I do agree that drawing the line between an artist and an art, I'm, I think that's part of my struggle, is like figuring out what that distinction is. And I feel like with music especially, the distance is a lot closer than with other art forms. Because I was just, as I was thinking about, am I tripping? I'm like, if an actor came on the pod and I'm talking to them, I'm probably not going to ask like, crazy wild questions that treat them as their content you know what i'm saying like if lars von Trier goes on i'm not going to be like hey what do you think about large white dicks like that might not be a first question that i give even though that's part of his 
artwork. But with music, it feels a lot closer because most artists talk about their their music is it feels like it's them talking about their life. And so but there's maybe a parasocial false closeness but, but Yeah, but at the same time too, um there's a lot of artists aren't even writing these lyrics. Now sure. our Linux on the other hand, she does she, write a lot of yeah. lyrics. Like she she's right. a songwriter. Yeah. But at the same time, a lot of these niggas just not writing their lyrics. Like it's a whole sure. song complete with ad libs and a reference track that they are just assimilating into their own voice and style. Mm. But just at the end of the day, like what ultimately what me and Alvin were saying is just that just because someone talks about certain things does not mean that that gives you gives a person the green light to just approach them with no cooth and no tact and just talk to them any kind of way regarding that subject matter and bringing mm. up subject matters like they just are not a person or didn't just talk to their mom five minutes ago. But that's like, the thing. Like, I, I don't know. There seems to be this assumption that like getting fucked good and being a person are somehow mutually exclusive. It's like that the conversation, it didn't come out of the blue. The conversation was started with, with another song and then, okay. So, so I guess then the question is just specifically speaking, how do you get into that? To, Cause I, I agree. Like maybe there's a, maybe there's like a set of steps where it's like, cool, we're getting into more and more explicit conversation and we're getting into a place where we can just talk about that because people do my podcast all the time. Yeah, and so it's like, I would. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I would think so. Like the content that we talk about constantly, people, people ask us wild questions and it sort of develops from there and you answer what you want to and you don't answer what you don't want to. But I guess I'm wondering about what are those steps? How do you go from, hey, Ari, how are you doing to, if well, she is interested in having that wilder conversation, getting to that point? I, I just said it earlier. Um, when yeah, I was no, like, that was for sure. Like, that's literally how I would approach that situation. Like, if mm. especially, like, if it's an easy segue into, like, that lyric, just bring up the lyric and, like, say, hey, from this song, remember when you, when you said, I want to get my back broken in twain and I want you to fuck me with no abstain. So is anyone fucking with no abstain right now? That like I was just saying, like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, because I'm thinking from his perspective, he's from his perspective, he's thinking she's going to know that it's her lyric. Like, I don't think that he's saying yeah, that he, thinking she's no, not going to know. Oh no. He, he asked it. He didn't, he didn't reference the lyric at all. It just came as like a random ass question. That, Are okay, you getting yeah. fucked by good dick right now? Or something like that. And I mean, once again, yeah. this is not say that he is like a piece of shit or anything like that. Yeah, for I'm sure. It's, it's, it's levels to yeah. it. We understand we don't want him to go in prison and shit, but I think yeah, even nah. just the response is too much, but yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I don't even, I'm not even honestly aware of the, of, um, the gentleman's podcast, but I'm sure it's dope. He's got a big phone already. But anyway, yeah. I'm just saying like there was a, how he said it just sounded like a blank, random ass statement are you getting fucked good right now which is like and i the fuck? <laughs> Whoa. and i'll put i'll put it on me okay. i'll put it on me to to establish how you do this how you do this okay yeah because you as a as a podcaster with a platform again i don't know this gentleman either but i'm assuming mm-hmm. like i said that he's you know he's got a good following blah, blah 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 all that stuff you have the opportunity to get a popular artists that come on your shit you probably should say hey man i'm thinking about asking you this is that above board because i 100 percent had conversations in regards to appearing on eddie's podcast about what i would and wouldn't talk to for example i said i would never discuss the the sexual nature of any current relationship that i'm in ever i just don't do that every and if you play the tape back everything that i've ever said in regards to a relationship from a sexual nature has been past what I used to do, what I did this. I established that right up front. So 
if you want to do that, if you want to, if you want to grow your platform and you want to continue to have artists on there of the caliber um, that Ari Linux is, maybe you should probably set that up so that you don't piss off your people. Because, for example, you piss off Ari, you know, is, is J. Cole ever going to be on your podcast? No. Is anybody that J. Cole is cool with ever going to be on your podcast? Maybe not. No, no, I mean, well, this, this, that's, now that's a separate point that I'm not necessarily disagreeing with. There are lots of things that I wouldn't advise that I think people should be able to do. So if so, that addendum to the argument of like, should he yes, have done that? Yes, it's 100% an addendum. Yeah, yeah. so I agree with that completely. Is it Was it a dumb move given the facts? Absolutely, because he's lost Ari Lennox, made a whole bunch of our fans dislike him. Though, I mean, maybe he, maybe he, he given the fact that he actually doesn't deal necessarily with American artists that much anyway, it probably might have just given him more clout than the takeaway, you know what I mean, than like Dreamville. So it might actually work out to be a positive. I mean, hey, I heard about him for the first time. Exactly. So now Americans know about him that wouldn't have otherwise, and he could probably get past that and interview other people. So it might actually work out as a positive. But I, I agree with you on that. That's that, that's a very fair point um, because sex is it's a it's a touchy subject for anyone. So you usually go, hey, what are what are the bounds here? Instead of just having somebody come straight into it. That's that's yeah, that's a fair point. Um, do y'all think that someone can love somebody and still cheat on them? Unfortunately, it happens all the time. That's my thinking. Yeah. Unfortunately, both men and women. It's not just men. More, I think maybe more men might do it, but definitely. But women do it, but they, you know, women do it too. I think so, it's more true it's for men. More true for men, definitely. More yeah. true for men. But, you know, at the same time, women are just, women are better at not getting caught. Or niggas not really going through their shit it's at the rate that women go through niggas shit too. Oh, oh yeah. It, 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 I don't need, yeah, it's half women are better at not getting caught and men are better at not <laughs> caring to find out anything. They're Not wanting to find out. They don't, <laughs> do not want to know at all. Um, but, I, but what I meant was I feel like a man is more likely to be in love while still cheating, whereas I feel like a woman is more likely to not cheat because of love or cheat because yeah. of lack of love. Again, yeah. not always, but I feel like that's the case. But yeah, yeah, of course you can cheat. Like, I mean, you can do anything and love somebody because love is just a feeling. That's just some shit that you feel. That's just a little tingle in the back of your brain that makes you go, oh, I love this person. You can do anything. As a matter of fact, from what I can tell, People do most of the worst shit to people that they suppose that they actually do genuinely feel the emotion of love. Like yeah. that's the main people people do fucked up shit to. We hurt the ones we're closest to. Yeah, like motherfuckers ain't out here killing homeless people and random strangers at, at grocery stores. I mean, they do that as well, but they mostly yeah, kill their like <laughs> children and intimate partners. You know, it's, it's yeah. crimes crimes of proximity. Um, yeah, and you're and you're proximal to people you're passionate about. Exactly, exactly. Um, I I think. I think I think it's I think it's a nuanced answer. I think okay. it's a nuanced answer. So I think you can tell yourself that you still love somebody and you cheat on them, but I have I have a hard time reconciling the fact that somebody that I really love, why would I intentionally hurt them? Cuz like a lot of times yes. even if you're doing oh. if you're doing fucked up shit to somebody that you love, a lot of times you're not doing that consciously. You know what I mean? Like I've been in relationships with people mm. that were going through stuff mentally and they were ill and the mm. shit that they were doing was hurting me, but that wasn't necessarily their fault. You know what I mean? So sometimes you can hurt somebody and it be semi outside of your direct control. Like you can obviously mm. seek help and all that stuff, but you know, it's not something that you're doing with a conscious attempt to hurt or to maim or to, or to feel cheating. I feel like you, you, you've never engaged in a cheating thing and not mm. knew that that would hurt the person that you loved. 
So I find, uh, it, I, and I'm not saying that it's, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's impossible. I'm just saying that within myself, I find, I find it very difficult to reconcile intentionally hurting the person that you love. If you really love them, even if you tell yourself that you love them. See the love and that is them not finding out. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be one part. And I would also say to that mental health, like a person who maybe has mental health concerns. And so they're doing things that hurt people in their lives, but they're not in, intending to, I'm a little bit dubious of that. Not that I disagree, but I just feel like a it's lot of behavior. Sure. Fit, yeah. To be a sure. lot of behaviors fit into that. Like people do shit. They're not doing it to hurt you. They're doing it despite the fact that it hurts you because it helps them. It might be maladaptive or whatever, or like actually maybe in the long run, not help them, but they're doing it to meet their needs as best they can in that moment that yelling or tearing something up or, um, or manipulating or guilting you or whatever toxic thing that they might be doing in that moment, they're doing it because it's, it, it calms some wound or something somewhere in them. It's not to hurt you it's to help them. And I feel like cheating type behavior, not always, but often is something like that. It's not, I, I think you maybe are oh, uh, underestimating people's capacity to try and meet their needs, even if they conflict with the needs of somebody that they care about. And I think, the examples you gave of shit that you let slide falls within that same category, not a different one. That's fair. And, and just to, I mean, take, take it a, a bit further. I do think that women are less likely to be able to cheat on somebody um, and still love them. Hmm. But I want to be very clear that I don't think it's because women are any different than men in being able to hmm. separate sex from a mechanical versus emotional endeavor. I think women are 100% able to mechanically have sex, just like mm -hmm. men can, um, uh, at very, very similar rates. But I think that women tend to give us, um, their partners, not, not just men, but their partners, ample chances to improve. Um, they try to, they try to work shit out in their way, which may or may not be maladaptive depending on the context. So that they try to, important. they try to make this shit work. So by the time, the shit's already hit the fan. They've already, they've already been exhausted. They're already done in their mind. They're already out. So it's like they're cheating and they can still love you. But like, as far as the relationship is, they fucking checked out in their mind. So that's why I think, um, they do it. They do it a little bit less with the concept of love still being like an anchor, not because they don't think that sex is, is, is mechanically good because they do when it's done well. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to reconcile that because the way I'm thinking about it, which might be totally wrong is like, that doesn't, I, I don't feel like that, that, that contradicts anything that I'm thinking about, which is that like, Oh, I don't, I, so, not so, gonna, yeah, maybe it wasn't. So, I, like so yeah, it's, it's not. So I'm, so I'm, so I'm saying it's that, the con yeah. yeah, I'm saying that the, that, that I think the conclusion that y'all, that y'all pointed out is accurate. I just want to point out the why that I think but, it is because a lot of times people mm -hmm. think the why is that on some fresh and fit podcast type shit that mm. women can't separate sex as an emotional connection versus it being a mechanical one. I think that's patently false. Okay, oh, true. But but I, I think the, the underlying implication there is that like somehow men's capacity to cheat while being in love is because of that separation. And I don't think it's that either. I think it's men just more indiscriminately want to fuck a bunch of women. Like I think it's actually just literally as simple as that. Like men just want to fuck more indiscriminately than women tend well. to. Well, I think Eddie, you kind of go too far in like this caveman Neanderthal like maybe maybe idea yeah, that by men, all means. Like, like, because and I'm talking averages. I'm not saying all yeah, men yeah. are all the way this at all, but just yeah, on yeah. average, those two little yeah fucking what you call it yeah yeah 
For sure. And I mean, I'm, I've never cheated on anybody, even if it's been somebody I'm talking to. But just yeah. to, to state like some of the things that men might have in their mind when they are stepping out, your partner might not be fulfilling you sexually. Mm. They might not be fucking you like that. They might not even mm. be remotely touching you or you might seriously be having like some things missing from your relationship. And then they might be going out and getting it somewhere else. Not saying that that's right, but it's not just always, you know, not in, 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 like you didn't necessarily yeah. say that, but it's not just yeah. always just as, oh, men will fuck anything, anytime and everywhere. Like, you know what I'm I mean? trying like, to fuck. I'm trying to fuck all these women all the time. All the time. But, like, but, masculine. Spread my seed. But no, but the know? reason the reason I'm saying that is because the, the areas where men and women are the same, they behave the same. So when you said that, like, oh, you might not be getting fulfilled sexually, women are more likely to not be getting fulfilled sexually in any given sexual relationship with a man than a man is. And they do sometimes cheat from that. I'm saying that the massive difference in behavior is not from that. It's from that niggas want to, even if they're getting as much and all of the sex that they want from said girl, Mm -hmm. they still want more. And women are different in that regard in general. And that's why there's that difference. Not that women and men don't sometimes cheat for the same reason. So so specifically from that aspect of it, I think you're, I think you're 100% off on that. Okay, please. Mm. Yeah, I think I think I think women are societally limited sexually. So like even if they okay. have the desire to to fuck as much as you seem to think all oh, niggas want to fuck, societally they're going to limit themselves. Bro, okay, yeah, we not finna sorry, go please go ahead, yeah. Sorry. I, I I'm 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 just going to I'm just going to be real with you. Like I don't I don't have the desire to fuck like 50 million women. Like I just don't. Um Okay. We, yeah. we get, let, let's, let, please make your point because I don't want to get sidetracked. Yeah, my, my point my point is if you're comparing if you're comparing men to women in that regard, even if a woman wants to fuck fifty million, like this mythical magical like Andingo Adonis that you're fucking talking about wants to fuck fifty million women, a woman won't because societally that looks different. Society even treats women for cheating differently. So, for example, for example, and this is a white woman. This is a white woman. Hillary okay. Clinton was destroyed because her husband cheated on her. So men and women get treated differently for cheating. Men and women get treated differently based on the number of sexual partners. Women limit themselves in terms of sexual partners, at least publicly um, because of that. So like there's, there's the layer of that. I don't think that tells the whole story. I don't think that's even most of the story. I don't even think that's the most pertinent reason for cheating one way or another. I just wanted to poke the hole in that one specific caveman no, no, aspect that you pointed out. Okay, then please give me other reasons if you're saying that that's not, if you don't think that's the whole reason, because I'm not saying every man wants to fuck the maximum amount of woman, and I'm not saying that women don't get treated differently and slut shamed and all that kind of shit. I'm saying even if you remove that as a factor, if men and women's sexuality were treated exactly identically in the court of public opinion, men would be out here saying yes way more than women. And I think the evidence for that anecdotally and literature wise is no, 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 no. That's two different things. You said that men would be saying yes overwhelmingly just then. Your previous situation was that men would be chasing sex more. You said men want to fuck more, not that men would be saying yes to suitors more. Those are two different things. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. I see. I see. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess. The, I guess then the question. Then that goes back to something that Chris Rock said, which is that, and I, I don't necessarily directly agree with this, but I think there's something to it, where he said that um, a man's fidelity is directly linked to his options. He said it more funny than that, but it was something like that. I, a man is as faithful as his options. Yeah. That was um. Like that, that was tambourine. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yes. So I think something like that is 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 true. I'm not I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it should be justified or normalized as a 
moral behavior, but I think that that is true. When you put men in situations where they're getting asked more, they say yes more, whereas that is not as true for women. Not that it's not true, but that is not as true for women. Like, Rihanna doesn't have a bunch of men running around in the streets going, I have a I fucked Rihanna story. It's a lot of motherfuckers with a I fucked Drake story. I fucked Tiger Woods story. And that's because men and women behave different. I also, th- I also think that's a little bit different too, man. I think, I think that's a bit more nuanced too, especially given the examples that you, that you stated, right? Okay. Like, so, so for example, how many, how many women have I fuck Jay Z stories? I can think of like five. That's a lot. It's like, it's like Rosie Perez and like fucking oh, okay. Rosario Dawson and shit. You know what I'm saying? I can think of like five. Drake has a different fucking like, you know video no, no, vixen like every week so what I, so what, no but yeah. but here's my point here's my here's my overall point here's my overall point usually the men that you see doing that are men that never had options to begin with they were like looked at as lame they were like mm. corny as fuck and then they got a little change they got a little notoriety and now they're abusing their position niggas that like get Not women sense. don't 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 run around thinking like i gotta i gotta fuck everybody that says yes to me just being Again, y'all keep y'all keep y'all keep straw man you brought no saying. no Oh, now you understand a fucking straw man argument. I've yeah, been so like now, straw man, but what you're what you're <laughs> no, doing nigga, is mimic- no nigga. What the fuck? No, nigga. I can't. No nigga. Like I what you literally your are doing. Fucking exa- All right, go ahead. Yeah, you li- you li- you literally you literally I bypassed, quoted your bypassed fucking shitty example point. and said it was. A I'm bad quoting your example. shitty That's example. Not... I'm quoting your shitty example, saying it's a bad example. Okay, you fair. said Drake and Tiger right, Woods. Let me let me exactly. get better examples then. Okay, fair. Let me get better. So now you understand a straw man argument. No, no, no. But no, but but I'm not saying you're straw manning my examples because I was going to give stronger stronger examples. What you straw manned is saying that every man is looking to to do what Drake does. I'm saying that comparing like to like, apples to apples, men want to and are less indiscriminate than their female counterparts. Yes, there are men who fuck less than Drake. Even those men fuck less indiscriminately less discriminately than their female counterparts that's still I, and true I, Acro- and like, i was yes, and i would say, I would say here, here here's where my argument is and this is why this okay. isn't a straw man argument and this is how you take apart something based on example without using a straw man argument which is what you've mm. been doing and which i tried to emulate there using those examples of saying that successful men do that i'm saying that there are women that could easily do that and they do <laughs> I'm saying that Ooh. there's no difference. I'm saying there's no difference between like a high high value women fuck all the time. High they value don't, women don't fuck, fuck as much as, as they want to. They don't fuck as indiscriminately as as equally high value men. They got steady dick. Limp they have, they like have steady dick. They I, I'm sure they have. They may very well have their little harem and things like that. And yes, there are men who are like Jay Z that you're not gonna have as many stories. But in general, the group men versus a, the group women. But go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know. They might they might be more dis- discerning, but like. Which is let all I'm ever talking about. Uh, let me tell let me tell you about these high value women that I know and like how they hop up mm. in, you know, my DMs and they having conversations with me about the football players they fucking right now, and you will never know about that shit. High value women are fucking just as much as these niggas are, man. And like I would say, I would say that you okay. using the example you don't even have a good example to showcase that either way, because if you say somebody like Drake, I'm just gonna say Drake was a lame and now he's trying to live his best life. Like you don't have say, a good example. You don't have a good I'll example. Say it. Literally name any male celebrity. A lot of them do have like um, NDAs and shit like that, but no, they're out here. And and I would say that you don't even have to go to high value. You can look at just the. I, I, it's it's almost baffling to me that we're having this conversation because I, I don't even think this is arguable. Like if you look at any dating app, if you look at any evidence on the on the way people approach that, men approach. Men say yes overwhelmingly. It's no, but, but, here, but, here, no but, here, but I'm just saying, here's my point, because we literally yeah. talked about this as high value men. Here's my point. Right. And, and, and that was you, to say that as you as men get more options, yeah. their likelihood to say yes remains static and thus 
they do yeah. more. So what I'm saying is the high value woman, by contrast, has a lot of has a lot of men that will say yes to her. Uh, the low value woman does as well. Yeah, I mean, if you want to open it up to that conversation, I'm all I'm all for it. But I'm just comparing like to like to keep the variables like centered. Well, like, what I'm, what I'm I saying get, is, what I'm saying is I'm, doesn't like drastically open up her options the way it yeah, does yeah, for a man. Which which I which I think is fair. But just keeping like to like, I'm te- I'm telling you, man, because everything that you're doing is anecdotal. I could I could I could break out some fucking text messages and let you know that the tens that I know are fucking constant. I don't know what y'all think I'm arguing that I'm arguing that women don't fuck. No, so from from my perspective, I think that we started with a central premise, and I think all three of us agree with that. And I think that each of us has posited separate things within the context because that's a very nuanced conversation. And I think that we're debating the different nuances that we've all presented, just to give okay. context. Okay. So, so what I do think, you think we're I think currently that, disagreeing? I think about? that the core issue. No, so so what we were currently discussing was based off the fact that you were saying that men want to fuck more than women. So that's why they cheat more. I think yes. that that's patently false. Okay, I think that and false. I think that's interesting. I, I'd love to. I'd love to dig into that to the, until it gets boring, obviously. But yeah, like, and, and and like I said, I like that's an interesting... the, and the next phase of that was me saying that I think women would fuck just as much if there were not societal guardrails to prevent that, based on slut shaming, blah 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 blah. Okay, maybe a key word here is what we mean by much. Women be fucking. But 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 when I when I say much, I mean number of people, not amount of sexual sessions. And so part of what I'm getting at here is that for any given male, if picked at random, the number of women or just really people in front of him, available to him in proximity or via the internet, the percentage of those that he would be interested in is higher than for a randomly picked woman. So even and I, which is what I'm suggesting, even if you remove all sanctions on a woman saying yes, give her a whole smorgasbord of all possible men that she could say yes to, the percentage of those men that she would be interested in is way lower than her male counterparts' interest in women. If, if you're saying that's wrong, cool by all means, but I just want to yeah, clarify that. Wrong. Maybe it was already wrong. clear. I think okay. that's wrong, yeah. and I think and I and I. Okay. I well, I, I don't necessarily think it's wrong. I think it's a moot point because I think that for each level of woman that enough men that she'd be interested in would be interested in her, that they're going to they're, they're gonna be getting the same amount of play versus a man that's actively seeking to get that every single point because they desire it the same. The desire mm. is there. I think, I okay. think that it ulti- okay, okay, outside okay, of okay. the guardrails of society that they're going to be fucking the same if you take that out. Hmm. Okay. Oh, so like so like for for example, okay, let's, let's, I, think, let's, I think I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, let's hypothetically say that there's a five guy and he wants to fuck as much as he wants and he wants to, you know, play the game where like he's maximizing how much he can fuck. Hypothetically, mm-hmm. not saying that's what you're saying, but I'm just trying to prove yeah, a point. Just the person, yeah. Yeah. You know, and if he casts a wide net, he's gonna fuck as much as he wants. What I'm saying is that if you get a ten female, mm-hmm. that the men that are actively going to like seek her out. Are going to be enough that she's going to hit just as much as that as that guy. She can if fill she out that to. roster. Yeah. Mm. And the reason why a lot of women mm. that are in that situation don't is societal bullshit. It's it's not it's not desire. It's not physiological. Okay. It's not it's not what you call it, it's gendered based socialization. In my opinion. Okay. See, I'm not. I I I. I I, I, w- I would really like to see some some because that's that's possible, but it seems wild to me because I'm like, for if you take an average woman and let's say she's i don't know 
yeah, conventionally somewhat attractive. I don't think that most of them have enough men in front of them that they could feel or would want to, even if they know that there's no risk of any kind of societal judgment, really fill a roster the way a man what? would seek to. We just had the conversation uh, about about so about like dating apps, right? These yeah, women yeah. can fill out a roster. Oh no, no, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying that who they want won't also say yes. I'm saying that who they want is a small percentage of who's exists. Yeah, but it, depending on your level, like depending on your level, right? And again, this is why I wanted to limit it when we expanded the conversation to mm. high value versus high value. The high value woman probably can get the whole swath of that of that percentage, right? So like, oh yeah. So like, for example, um, agreed. A, 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 a Britney Renner type but is it, but can, is it, can is get it, can get can get eighty percent of the one percent. So she's so she could mm. fill out a fucking roster. You know what I'm saying? So uh, like, okay. When we say get, we talking about we, fucking we need, so we're, we're talking sex. No, we're talking sex for sure. All right, talking, cool. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right, because cool. that's a whole other a whole yeah. other conversation. Bet. Yeah. Okay. That's that's an interesting. You know, that is an interesting take that if so so you would say if you were to remove all of the the slut shaming misogyny that we have around women's sexuality given free reign they would likely have as many sexual partners as the average man wants to have yep okay interesting i okay. think they already do in re- in in <laughs> they, they low key already kind of do um, you think so? Okay, that's that's, sense, that's interesting. In a, yeah, in, I, a, yeah. in a sense, in a sense, um, because women more so have the options that they choose from, and true. then I true, mean, true. and if we're talking purely sex, purely yes. sex, just just fucking, or just oh, or, oh or you know, yes, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, and then I mean, mm. I think though, like, because I mean, like, there's so many um bodies that women have mm. that they will never own up to. Sure, which is to, to Alvin's point. We'll never count that into exactly. So yeah. you have that, but at the same time, it kind of goes back into that whole house analogy that me and you had, Eddie. Where, because well, I, I still do kind of agree that on a general scale, women still would have less partners because it is something a tad bit more intimate about having somebody enter in your own body, being in your own house, and then you having to deal with the ramific- ramifications. Mm. And the responsibility of having somebody in your house. So yeah. I think that women have to be a bit more discerning about who they let in their house. And which is kind of why they are there. The, the quantity of their bodies might be less than men who, you know, given that same opportunity would be. That's just my thought. Thinking about pregnancy, I was thinking about um, even just oh, yeah. the, the feeling of having somebody in your body. That you might not even be like, feeling like that. Or it could be just like whack sex. Or they might not be like, might be dirty or some shit. Like, who knows? There's a whole bunch of factors that aren't just necessarily societally driven, but personal driven. That's what, what I. You that's my thinking. Into. I that's mean, what I, think. I mean, so I just the whole pregnancy aspect is society driven. But I agree with you. But I think that that's society driven in and of itself. I mean, yeah, shit. I can see that. Uh-huh. I guess so, but goddamn it, I don't, yeah, I, don't know. I don't think pregnancy is a walk in the park. So shit, I think they kind of have. I, I, I agree. I agree. But TV. like a big part of say like anthropologically, so like. There's the fact that pregnancy in and of itself is metabolically expensive. It's it's as my old professor would say, it's pathological for the individual, but necessary for for the population. Mm. Um, but a lot of it, from the mammalian standpoint and the the pair bonding standpoint, is having somebody around to take care of the child with you, right? Mm. So like we we pair bond, and a few other mammalian like species. I'm thinking like voles and all that shit. They pair bond because it's a 
it ensures the success of your progeny, right? So societally, if you don't need a man via like some of these societies that just like all, all the matriarchs mm. get together and take care of the children, then that takes that out in and of itself. You raise it as a commune style, all the women. So like you don't need the nigga anyway. So like that's a little bit different in and of itself. So that's why I'm saying mm. it's societally driven, at least partially, but you're right I, yeah, I overall because there are biological issues but um, even, making it dangerous too. Even taken to that, like within modern society, it's like as we gain technology, like to what extent are, is the population entitled to that? And I'm thinking of shit like birth control, like literally once you go we've made this thing that removes that physical biological barrier and cost from you but do we have a society that's actively working to provide that to women to where they can just do what they want to do and sex doesn't have that massive cost because it doesn't have to anymore you know um so that's it but yeah man you you definitely giving me something to think about i'm i'm definitely gonna chew on that shit because uh yeah but um but in the meantime josh i think you got something you want to tell the people about you know what i mean Speaking of going into folks' houses, you know what I mean? You don't want to come in there unprepared. Mm. So what you got mm. for us? You do not want to come in unprepared. And you damn sure don't want to be dirty. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we would actually like to wish you a happy 2022 from our friends over at Manscaped to help you or that special yes, guy in your life with their new grooming routine. Now, as you know, we love waving red flags on a lot of things, but one thing we don't wave the red flag on is our personal hygiene. Not anymore, so, at least. <laughs> but Eddie, Eddie speaking. I'm way yeah. Hey, look, man, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm lined up now. I'm lined up now. That they got me right. <laughs> Absolutely. I got so gave myself fade and everything. That nigga got they got. <laughs> nigga got a buzz cut fade down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. With the purr. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I cut, so, a little, I cut a little part in it, too. Fuck it. <laughs> hey, hey. So, you know what? We all know how we, you know, y'all love us. Y'all love Eddie. So, why don't y'all join us and the other four million men around the world in the quest for better dangling and ball hygiene this new year as we bring to you the new and improved Lawnmower 4.0, which is great for shaving loose skin, helping to reduce um, snicks, ingrown hairs, and other unsightly grooming accidents. And it's water resistant with an LED light to help you see what you're cutting down there. Mm. that shit is fucking is honestly fucking great because it's mm-hmm. your head is so far away from your, your dick and balls you can't really it's not as as easy as you know cutting somebody else's hair or whatever so having that light helps a shit ton mm-hmm. honestly oh yeah I, I literally used it today and i never had an led on my balls when i was you know grooming myself you didn't know what you was missing i instantly saw the difference i was like yep i could like you know it was fantastic <laughs> yeah <laughs> Do you have? But do you, you have a you, by the way? I. You do. Edward, you got the product. Let them see. Let them see what's up. <laughs> there we go. It's also got like the skin safe technology that uh, mm. like, you know, that helps you know reduce those nicks and whatnot. But you know what? That's not even all. We want you to make sure you take advantage of the crop preserver, which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and the great smelling crop reviver that had my nether smelling fresh and manly for damn near half a day, nigga. God damn. We don't realize how much of a public service that shit is, like having good smelling balls, because we don't, motherfucker, like, standardized shit is to put deodorant underneath your armpits, but like your dick and balls is like the main fucking sweat receptacle. And then you just expect people to just to be doing things there or to be interacting with it. I feel mm-hmm. like some aromatic control is very much required. So, and Absolutely. so point, point to the, to the, cause obviously like probably majority of our listeners are women. Like this is a great gift for your nigga. 
and it's a great gift back to yourself. So help him help you help him have you type of situation. You know what I'm saying? Give yourself the gift of of him, I guess. Of freshness. <laughs> and a clean yeah. smelling uh penis and balls. Mm. You're down there doing your thing. Get him looking right. Don't 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 let him disrespect you like that. Don't, don't let him do disrespect that. you by just presenting nonsense to you. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't do it. Don't do it. And I'll be totally honest with you. I have been wanting this kit for years. Like ever since I first mm. heard, like, you know, these manscaped ass, because we've all heard them, we've all seen them. If you watch yeah. especially if you watch podcasts, I have been wanting this kit and I have actually used the crop preserver. I bought the crop preserver just for myself, like mm. months ago, like a year or so ago. Is your crop myself. preserved? It is. Especially okay. with my new kit and my crop reviver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He preserved it, then he revived it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So be sure to pick up your Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 with free shipping by going Mm -hmm. to manscaped.com using our promo code REDFLAG for a whole 20% off. That's right, a whole 20% off with free shipping. Cop that shit. Red flag. Use it. Links are obviously in the bio. Check it out. Go get it. We know you done procrastinated. Go fucking do it. Absolutely. So once again, that's manscaped.com, promo code red flag for twenty percent discount on your new and better balls. Thanks. Hey, did you ask him about his um guardrails before you asked him about his crop? Wow. His guardrails? Yeah, man. Did you ask him was that a a topic that was Oh, oh, you mean like his consent about whether or not he was willing to yeah. Well, see, I wasn't sure. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable, but I feel like, you know, we've we we've all had Various conversations about our genitals. I feel you like know? I feel like y'all will let me know if I ask. It doesn't. Too it crazy. doesn't matter if it's a lyric in his song, man. You need to. You need to make sure that you get consent first. Fuck. All right. I'm gonna. Have, yeah. Wow. I, honestly, I'm probably gonna need an intimacy coordinator for this fucking podcast because I don't want y'all niggas suing me at some point, being like, actually, I feel like Eddie just constantly created like an environment. He was constantly talking about my penis. It made me feel very uncomfortable. And he made an environment. Me being gay. I mean, I don't know. I it just it, it was, it was really it like abusing his power now, dynamics. Eddie. Well, I, I accuse me of being gay. Like, yeah, come on, it's, I thought we was having fun, but I yeah, nah, it was niggas just jokes. But I'm niggas, really, I niggas gonna cancel me. Fuck. All right. Also, nigga, when you said that niggas was interacting with they um dick and balls, like, oh, you said it's just it's just interacting with that shit all the time. Like, motherfucker, where do you work, man? Are you a gigolo? <laughs> What's that in reference to? You just said the shit, nigga. You just literally <laughs> said like. You said, you know, like, you know, we don't have any ball deodorant, but like, just think about how like often people are interacting with your dick and balls. Like, well, not all often, <laughs> but like, hey, but it's like, you know, in a lifetime, it happens at least a handful of times in a lifetime. I feel like, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, hey, I feel I mean, like, I, I if feel like, active. if you're sexually active, I feel like all of us could have done and probably should continue to do a service to the women in our lives. By Eddie, we are we yeah, are friends of sex workers here. It's fine if you are a gigolo. I'm not a gigolo, though. I mean, that's just not the labor that I do. But but you know what? We want to. You're, make you're creating an unsafe environment. I don't like this. It's horophobic. But, but you know what? We want. I will be speaking an, we, to my lawyer. I think we also want to create an all-inclusive because you know what? It's not just for the ladies. Same-sex relationships, even our people in the trans oh, community who still Absolutely. have the dick and balls attached. Go Good ahead, point. do something for yourself. Clean that thing up if that you want to. All right. If you want to, because I mean, hey, it's your body, your choice. Absolutely. Yeah. That's facts. You know, y'all get a pass. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> uh, we, just to clarify, we love you. All right. <laughs> Anybody listening? <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. what y'all think about the Brittany Renner and, and, and what's the name uh, stuff? 
um, Bro. Amour Fuddle and uh, Walter. That you warn guys about girls like me, so tell me about girls like me. Just Humor women me. in general. Like, I mean, well, no, a... but no, don't women in general, because you literally specifically said before we got on here that you, yeah, you did say that you warn guys about girls like me. So now that we're face to face, what kind of girl am I? You're not special. You're like other girls. That's the I'm key. not special. You're like, so, you're like other women that are So like, what makes you special then? I never said I was. What do you gain from telling girls that they're not special? How does that make you feel? I mean, I know, everything, talking, is, I know we, everything is a joke, but I'm asking you a real question. So how does that make you feel? Because if I say you're a bitch-ass nigga, that does something for me, right? If I insult you or if I tell you you're not special, you're forgettable, what does that do for me? No, but that doesn't, but that's what I'm saying. No, but I'm, but I'm saying, what, if I call you, if I just say that, again, you're forgettable. That's why I didn't want to do you guys' podcast. Forgettable. Hate the setup. Uh, the name is underwhelming. I didn't really see the value in it. Right? Okay, that's, that's how fine. I feel. Right. But, so. I actually gained a fair bit of respect for Brittany Renner after that interview. I did. I did. Um, yeah. Because. And I mean, I, I don't even like, I, I'm familiar with Fresh Fit. Like, you know, I see like some of the clips, like, you know, because they they always have like certain clips going viral for whatever bullshit reason or, you know, whatever reason. So, but I have never been familiar with what exactly it is they, they teach until I saw this clip and then like a few <laughs> other things. And it's like, we have a university to teach men not to, you know, to get pussy, but not give out as much or not to be played. Mm. And she's made like a very important and poignant statement is what do y'all have to gain from telling somebody that they not special absolutely and then on top of that i realized something very important about fresh and fit mm. these niggas is actually two sides of the same coin versus the bad bitches that they trying to get absolutely sh shitting on them because i didn't i didn't necessarily realize because like it's just like okay interesting that's yeah yeah, cause I I did I I was like y'all I was like y'all you niggas are basically the male versions of the bitches that I'm sorry fuck it bitches that y'all shitting on mm. like y'all are just the male version y'all just y'all are fuck boys that's <laughs> like, something that's, that's always been wild to me about that whole thing is that like fuck boys. is like they're tr they want to play because like yo if you're not in Miami most men and most women are out here just trying to find a little bit of love a little bit of mutual sexual exchange most motherfuckers are not out here trying to run motherfuckers pockets in my experience most people are just trying to get by find somebody that'll love them somebody that'll fuck them that somebody that'll go to the movies with them that's what most people are doing y'all niggas want the fucking finessers and you're just trying to fin out finesse them while finesse being the mad at the game you, yeah you're trying to finesse the finesser and being mad at them for finessing and then trying to make men think that all women are that and that all men should also be that and y'all are creating this weird gender role from what is really a fucking subculture of bad bitches mm -hmm. and, and and aspirational niggas and it's like that's a very small Miami subculture that y'all are trying to just like blossom into a culture of woman hating essentially and man and hating like, or just and, yes. and man, or, and or, just man hot, hating. Or, or hot girl summer shit like where like women yeah. are oh this is what's really going on in the culture like I need to be like all the bad mm. bitches or all the, the best looking women. The Instagram models, this is what I need to aspire to, which is already happening as we speak. Like, mm. And the thing, like, this is a real thing too. But yeah. The thing that I want to point out is, and I think, and I think 
this is an extension of what Eddie said, because I couldn't agree more. But I also want to take it to the point that like most women aren't requiring this. Most women, most women At aren't all. even most At women all. aren't in a situation where the men they're around can even remotely provide this if if they required it. Like mm. The niggas that are working at fucking Enterprise Rental Car, shout out to y'all. I love y'all service. You know, no disrespect, but y'all don't have it for a nigga to for 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 a woman to even gold dig on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And women are dating niggas that work at Enterprise Rental Car. Most women are dating niggas that make 30, 40k, and like y'all don't and have below. enough money. And, and below, just I'd like and to below. clarify for those listening. <laughs> yeah, I just you know I'm I'm, I'm pointing out I'm pointing out U, U.S. averages and medians, but you're mm. right. So obviously, if that's the average and the median, then there's a lot of niggas that are below that, and all these niggas below it, you know, a lot of them have girlfriends, a lot of them have wives. Absolutely, that love them. They yes, don't require this love the so fuck it's like, out of them. That love so I, the fuck out of them. Yeah. So I also want to point out that even like the 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 subculture, the subcultures are loud on both sides. The subcultures mm. are are very very vocal mi minorities. So like, mm. don't even think that like the women that are doing that are even a large percentage because they're not. So it's, it's just it's just weird to think that based on based on our individual experience as men. Like you're like if you if you're a nigga. Yeah, if you're a nigga and you work at fucking Foot Locker, you know how much you make, and you know that you still have women that will that will deal with you. You know that, right? Just saying. Even even including some of your bullshit, but because the they right there with you. She will the work is, the other it's Foot not Locker. The, it's not less, Instagram, BBL, absolutely, bad bitch. And I think that's the key is that they 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 want to they feel entitled to a particular type of woman, but not entitled to but, but don't feel obligated to be that person. And it's it's kind of weird. I'm like. So she's this bad bitch, you know, which is a very particular thing. And you're like, I want that. But the fact that she wants something is somehow a crime against me. Like they're out here chasing. They out here surgerizing themselves, chasing niggas with bags. Bro, you work at Foot Locker. The girl at Payless is willing to fuck you. Go fuck her. Why are you worried about a fucking Miami BBL girl? Like, why is that a I don't I don't get that. And also, it's some very attractive Payless employees, man. Oh, Shout out to Payless a couple of them. Absolutely, couple of them. Shit, absolutely. Bread and butter. I don't I, I seen. I don't seen a couple cute ones at Quick Trip. Mm-hmm. And I ain't gonna yeah. lie. Facts. Pizza Hut. Shit. Facts. All kind of shit. shit. Baristas. Shit. Mm -hmm. You know. Fuck. Right, Medi right medical tip, personnel. You know? They're everywhere, man. Right on the receipt. You know, you don't. You don't have to do this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't have to do. This. That's that's the that's the tip. Your tip is you don't have to do. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I don't, I, I, I know what you mean about gaining some respect for Brittany Renner, but I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of saddened that she was the one to do this because I'm, I feel like she is just a villain who defeated like a smaller villain. And I feel like mm, we are going to grow to regret this in the coming months and years. Man, like it, this feel like when, when, when spoilers for MCU, this feel like when Thanos killed Loki, like Loki was the big bad. And Whoa, then buddy. Thanos. Oh, Whoa. You've seen the fucking movie, right? No. Wait, I seriously? Saw Endgame? Yeah, he and kills that's... him at the beginning of Endgame. Oh, okay. All right, never mind then. All right, cool. I thought you were really like, dead, though? Fucking show Is he shit. really dead? Oh, no, 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 no. You know, like literally the first scene of Endgame. Oh, yeah, I, 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 remember, I remember the scene, yeah. the scene, but I'm just saying, yeah. you know, like. He did very much, as far as we know, die for yeah. real. But he's been, he's been dead before. You know okay. what I mean? Well, yes. But nobody, nobody gives a shit about this. But yes. In the that, RD, that is, that nobody is, ever yes. really dies in the MCU. That's a, that's a very yeah. good point. But I just feel like we've – what's wild is, like, Brittany Renner is the villain that these niggas are trying to warn us that every woman is. Like, she actually 
is that to their point. Like, unfortunately, I think that's why she say. was perfect. I think that's why she was perfect. So yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't she, think, no, she was. She was perfect to do that to them. Yeah, but that's I, what I'm saying. Like it almost sends the wrong like, message. It's like it's like it's like you're you. She she's armored against everything. She fucking Tyrion Lannister these motherfuckers. She was like, you mm. can't use what I am against you. Oh, I know exactly what the fuck facts. I am. But but facts. the thing with Brittany Renner is you? like, yes, yeah. But it's like she's a villain, and she's not. I don't even think she's a villain because of like that. Because I'm very much of the mindset that like relationships can 100 percent be transactional. So like I think, I think that, that the, if both I, people need to understand the transaction. I think I do 100. That's, that's, that's the thing. villainous. That's the thing, but. I don't think that Brittany Renner has lied to anybody, um, at least the adult people, the true adult people that she's fucked around with. I don't think she's ever lied to them. I think they knew exactly what they were getting into. I think, yeah. but I think my, most people who have issue with her is the basketballer that whose child she had. I think that's that's what Yeah, what the, uh, 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 yeah uh, was it P.J. Washington or whoever? But my yeah, whole thing PJ is Washington. like going to fucking Jackson State and saying, like, hide your, hide your sons, you know what I'm saying? Finna bag me one. And it's like, it's like fucking 17-year-olds on the campus. Um, I think that's I think, also, yeah, th- th- yeah I those think, two I think things those are where of, you get criticism. And, You're trying to fuck teens and you're trying to fuck teens to get a bag out of them which is fucking exploitative they don't understand what's going on they see a bright shiny attractive woman and you're looking to start a transaction with them that they don't understand they think you like them they think you're attracted to them and that is villainous sorry well let me just okay so i I watched um probably a good 50 minutes of the entire podcast okay, and like yeah. the, the juicy yeah. shit like that juicy ass clip was happened within the first 10 yeah that was, that was like she's like sat down yeah yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah like it was damn near a two hour like but one thing i did notice was that and i mean she could have been capping but she at least was owning up to shit but also clarifying what she was coming from because she was like look if i was really the the gold digging home record or whatever it is that people say about me I'm really stupid. Like I could have done this in so much more of a smarter way. And she kept saying that she's really looking for romance, love, and like, you know, a real connection, real chemistry. Like she kept mm-hmm. saying that. And I've, and I'm not like, I don't follow her like that, but I've seen enough of her stuff to where I've seen her say these things before. Mm-hmm. Not saying that she's looking for love in the right places or necessarily going about it right. But that intention is actually is there. there. Yeah. The intention is there. And, like, to hear her even own up and admit to saying, like, well, some of the things I've said online, like, yeah, like, it definitely aged bad. Like, that's not a good look. Mm-hmm. I respect that because I just respect somebody okay. holding themselves accountable and, like, saying, like, well, you uh, yeah. know what, that was some bullshit. And, you know, whatever. I can appreciate yeah. the hell out of that. Absolutely. Because yeah. also shit can be taken out of context because so much of the way that she gets judged is the way things that she's done are contextualized. You look at the mm-hmm. PJ Washington situation and there's videos of her going, if you want to make money, get pregnant by yeah. an athlete because these men yeah. are stupid. It's like, stupid. It's, it's literally somebody like like a supervillain, like telling mm-hmm. you their evil yeah. plot and then it happens yeah. and they go, no, no, it's it's not the evil plot. It just happens to look exactly identical to that. It doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. it's hard to backtrack. Yeah. It's hard to yeah. spend but it's that. A- but it's also one of those things where, and I know, and I know we do this. What I feel is a very stupid thing where we assume that because somebody's not twenty five plus that they that they absolutely have to be stupid. Um, mm. when I was in high school, when I was fucking fifteen, the number one thing that was drilled into my head was, "Don't get no girl pregnant. Don't get no girl pregnant. Don't yep. get no girl pregnant." Don't go to jail. Yep. Don't get no girl pregnant. Don't Absolutely, get no girl pregnant. Yeah. Don't go to jail. So like, 
No, like that, that was that was it. Yeah. So let me let same, me. Same. I, 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 we, I we agree with you. I'm laughing yeah. because I agree. Like yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, that was the number one at the top of my list, and then school yeah. was right after that. Yeah. It's so like I would literally, I would literally walk out here. My mother would say, "Don't get no girl pregnant because I'm not gonna help you take care of her. I'm gonna take care of her or the baby." And she said, "Don't go to jail because I'm not gonna come bail you out." This is what she told me when I was ten. And you know what? I ain't get nobody fucking pregnant. So like th this whole idea that Britney Renner is like nah, see, some sort of like no, 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 no. I know, I know you don't like it, but yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, no, no, a twenty-one year, yeah. a twenty-one year old man. If that's not what you wanted, some of the onus is on you to not get her pregnant. If you thought that was some kind of situation, nobody's taking advantage of a twenty-one year old man like that. I get this whole like, oh, you're twenty-five and you, and I'm so stupid, and then I turn mm. twenty-five and all of a sudden I become fucking Tony Stark. That's not yeah. how life works, people. That's not how the brain works. That's an oversimplification of everything neuroscience. Bullshit, so, man. Not, don't not, fucking, not the, don't fucking the... get nobody pregnant. Don't no, fucking okay. get nobody pregnant uh, if you don't first, want some first of all, First of all, the fact that Alvin Borum happens to be smart at 15 is not evidence of fucking anything. Because, nigga, you're most a people, smart most people avoid Most people avoid teenage pregnancy. Oh, uh, nah. People, yeah, but sure. No, no. Lots of people. No, I, I, I have the numbers on that. Most. Vast uh, majority. Yes, but the numbers are avoid, falling amongst black real people. Life. No, no, no. Uh, avoiding it and being um, vulnerable to and not being vulnerable to it are two totally different fucking things. Most people avoid pregnancy in general for any given fucking year. Most people don't get pregnant. Like, that's a, that's a minority of, like, people's years or life. So to say that people who uh, – to say that a child – a fucking high schooler – is not potentially vulnerable to someone putting them in a situation of who is much older than them and way more seasons than the game to convince he high them to. Uh, okay, a twenty-one-year-old who, as you pointed out, maybe has had a relatively sheltered life, going straight from fucking high school into professional or college-level football against someone who has been in the game for a long while. Because there's more power dynamics than just age. Someone who is looking for something in particular and someone who thinks, "Oh, maybe she just likes me." Are they vulnerable? Absolutely, and the fact that like, oh well, he should have known better. I don't like that kind of rhetoric. Like, I'm not. That, I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not even for being fucking naive. Is somehow you should have, you should fall victim to this thing because you're too stupid no, to, to no, see. No, no, no. My whole thing. My whole thing is not like you should have known better. My whole thing is that you do have onus. I'm not even saying that the onus is fifty fifty. But my whole thing is like, again, there's there's never been a situation where every nigga that you know, and it was probably amplified because quite frankly, neither one of us had NBA player tatted on our forehead like this nigga did when we was in high school. Sure. Nobody, sure. nobody was saying, Alvin, you're going to, and nobody said, when you're 19, Alvin, you're going to be worth at bare minimum $2 million. Mm -hmm. Nobody told me that shit. So it was probably amplified for him. It was probably driven even harder for him. And I'm not saying that he's 100% at fault, but I'm just saying that when you fucking ejaculate in somebody, you have some onus. Oh, yeah, no, sure you have onus, but I don't. I, I, to me, it just seems like the very wrong focus. If somebody comes, I don't think it should be life, the focus. I just think it's. A, okay. I just think it's a plot point. I, I, I think. I think it's okay. So sure, it's a plot point. I think that presenting it even is maybe a bad thing and comes across as very well, not comes across as, but just is very parallel to like victim blaming of of abuse victims type shit. Like yes, you should have known that this person might have done this, and yes, you should have, you know. Uh, there's some onus for you to remove yourself to it from a potentially abusive scenario. The person who comes in with bad intentions and exacts those bad intentions on you, knowing that you don't understand the situation, is always and should always be the focus of a situation like that. Yeah, or but, any situation. But, but the situation with that is, is that everybody would be 100% fine with this situation if she didn't have a baby. Because P.J. Washington was 100% getting what he wanted out of that situation. 
until that baby happened. So, like, who was using who? He was getting what he wanted. He just didn't want this baby. It's the same thing when Paul. It's the same oh. thing when Paul when Paul George is sleeping around, and you know, or a, a, another good one. Um, what's the Kardashian? Uh, Every toxic uh, relationship is that. Kim? Oh, oh. No, Chloe, yeah, Chloe Kardashian. Um, okay. I forget oh, yeah, what his Chloe. name. I forget what his name is. The center. But oh, Tristan. Same, yeah, Tristan, Tristan Thompson. Thompson. Okay. Same, same, same. You know, same thing. He he knows what he's getting into in these situations. He's he's using them just like they're using him, and then it just becomes like this this thing where men feel some type of way when he fucks around and gets somebody pregnant. And then it becomes That's a, a gender issue. Tristan Thompson is 100% responsible for everything that Tristan Thompson has done. That's a totally irrelevant and, and completely different fucking scenario. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's one, it's 100, it's 100% the he's same He's not thing. even supposed to be fucking. Uh, yes. That's a whole different scenario. And he's mad old. Like that's yeah, a, that's completely yeah, irrelevant. That nigga Tristan Thompson and cheated on Khloe Kardashian. So first of so first of all, Tristan Tristan Thompson is just 30. So like this when this shit started, Tristan Thompson would have been mid 20s and and PJ Washington is 23. So like I don't know why you think like Tristan Thompson's 40, wait, but wait, when this he's shit started Currently 23? PJ Washington Tristan is currently Thompson. 23. Tristan Thompson right. is currently thirty, which means that when Tristan Thompson was first doing all this shit, you're, thinking you're about moving, Jordan, you're Woods moving the number. You're, you're going the youngest that he was and the oldest that PJ Washington is to. Okay, bring no, their no, ages no, together. no, 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 no. Twenty one is when PJ no. was in this situation. Yeah, twenty twenty one is when that started ish. Twenty one ish, yes. and I. But what I'm saying is that you're saying that you're saying that Tristan Thompson is apples and oranges because he's old now, and I'm saying that he's only which thirty he, now. His current pregnancy is now. No, but what I'm saying is that this whole situation with Tristan Thompson has been going on for almost a fucking decade yeah he's been cheating since before but him getting someone pregnant is a different thing at 30 which so is what the things so, that no, we're no, but, no but what i'm saying is that if he's able to be in a situation where you think he's wrong and he's cheating and he's manipulating the situation almost a decade ago because he would have been roughly pj's age when he started doing this bullshit that means that pj can tw- I, what i'm saying is he's younger like a decade Mid-20s ago for him, and early 20s are two totally different things let me fucking let me fucking, let me fucking look fucking up, older let me you. fucking look up the age of of truth or whatever her name is or whatever because i'm just you're you're trying to split hairs over two years and not listening to the actual point the point graduating is that, college is a big fucking difference man i got i mean neither one of them graduated college i don't know where that comes from anyway so being past my, that age if he was 25 that's very different than fucking 21 and also but she no was but like I, li- I literally no, but here's my thing. Here's my thing. I literally led with that situation. I don't know why people think that you fucking like flip a switch and become fucking like Albert Einstein. It's a gradient. Nobody ever, nobody has ever said it was a switch, but it is a gradient. You don't flip people a switch it, at fucking 18, it like it's a but there's a gradient. People treat it like it's a fucking switch. Like that's okay. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm not people. I'm saying but that anyway, there's a difference anyway, between a 17 year old and an 18 year old, man. Not much. Literally not. Not 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 much. But it's just still like a just like just like I'd probably say that it's not much between a 23 year old and a 25 year old. He, 21 and 25 why you keep doing that uh, again that's literally it's a big, beside it's, a the big point. it's a way it's not it's oh, not okay. right, it right. literally isn't it literally yeah, is not that's literally yeah, not how this shit works uh okay well fair enough but we, we do we do gotta uh to bring it to a close on this one um any closing remarks josh nope you okay know, right on Brittany renner uh Yes, indeed. You know, put these niggas in their place, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah, look, if you if you sit down to a podcast with a, a real city girl who's who's really been out here and who's done this podcast shit for a while, you might be seeing a red flag coming for you. But in the same vein, if uh, you're out here trapping niggas, you know what I mean, uh, scouting for for basketball players, you may or may not, depending on which uh, which of the red flag men you ask, you might be the one who's waving a red flag. This has been Waving the Red Flag Podcast. We'll see y'all next week. Uh, like, subscribe. Let us know in the comments what y'all think, obviously, about the Brittany Renner situation and everything that we've talked about during this episode. And uh, peace.
red flag. 